Missouri fans can officially scratch former Baylor quarterback Gary Bohannon off their potential shopping list. But you know what? A four-star high schooler, we can pencil him into the quarterback depth chart for the 2023 season. Also on the hardwood, Jamarian Sharp, the leading shot blocker in the country last season, is going to be staying at Western Kentucky. And that is kind of a bummer for Missouri basketball fans, but actually a bit of a win for the sport itself. Let's talk about all this and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. Thanks for making this podcast your first listen, and thanks for telling a friend that we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And hey, all you new people out there, welcome. Thanks for joining me. I'm a three-decade-plus-long season ticket holder, Mizzou journalism graduate, and possibly a guy with a bit of an unhealthy obsession about college athletics for a 39-year-old. But you know what? That's why I'm the perfect guy for this podcast. And let's get to the Missouri news. And well, obviously, let's start with the quarterback position. Obviously, just a lot of moving parts this offseason right now, although in fact, nothing has moved. Yet another transfer brought in by Eli Drinkwitz, a potential transfer to Missouri that has decided to go elsewhere. If you heard me last week, I broke down former Baylor starting quarterback last season, Gary Bohannon, and frankly, the little bit that I watched, the one game, the bowl game that Bohannon had last season for Baylor, I came away just not being very impressed. So in my opinion, not a gigantic loss for Missouri. I thought Bohannon certainly could have been in the competition as a depth piece. But from my perspective, not a sure thing starter week one by any stretch of the imagination. Perhaps Eli Drinkwitz disagrees and all of his actions seem to indicate that he doesn't trust the players on his roster right now. I can't disagree with anybody who's saying that. Actions speak louder than words, that's for sure. But again, Gary Bohannon, just to put a bow on it, decided to go down to South Florida. Maybe he just wanted a little bit of sunshine. I don't know. What the heck? I'm not sure why you'd want to go to South Florida over Missouri just in terms of pure football competition. But, you know, hey, lifestyle's a thing too. Maybe he just wanted to have a fun last year in college. What the heck do I know? It's certainly his decision, but on the positive side of the ledger, although obviously some people are going to be negative about the whole Gary Bohannon situation, I don't feel like this is a huge miss for the Tigers, especially when you consider for the future, hey, quarterback's looking pretty good. Although Eli Drinkwitz maybe hasn't been able to seal the deal so far on any transfer quarterbacks in the college market. Well, the high school market seems to be a different thing. Drinkwitz just got a verbal commitment from Jabari Johnson from Tacoma, Washington. According to 24-7 Sports, he's a four-star player, the 90th best player overall, regardless of position in the country, and the 15th ranked quarterback again in the entire country so here's a simple analysis number one would I take the 15th best 
recruiting class nationally at Missouri every season going forward for the rest of my life, basically? Well, yeah, I would. Absolutely. Because you got to be, let's be honest, that's not something that's ever happened at Missouri. So realistically, you would absolutely take that. And Drinkwitz, to this point, has recruited pretty close to that level. So naturally, if you're going to get the 15th best quarterback, well, that's a really good day in my book. So regardless of anybody, anybody's concerns about Drinkwitz, whatever they might be, little misgivings, mine or anyone else's for that matter, if he continues to bring in out-of-state four-star players, much less just four-star players in general. But my goodness, if you're getting them from out of state, which is something that hasn't happened a lot at Missouri, at least during the the 20 years of high school rankings that we really have, the best data that we have available, at this unprecedented rate of recruiting, you just stay the course and let a relatively young coach in Eli Drinkwitz, you got to let him learn on the job because I'm sure he's made some mistakes the first two years as a coach, and even he would admit that. But again, it's all about talent. If you keep getting this talent, stay the course over the long run, it's going to work out for Missouri. Again, Jabari Brown, and and by the way, it is Jabari. It's not Gabari, despite the fact that his name starts with a G and not a J. No, Jabari Johnson from or he got he would scholarship offers from his in-state school Washington they were a little bit late to the game frankly in terms of offering for the in-state school that may have that may have cost them in his recruiting at least to this point and I've seen some consternation that he could be the next John Kitna if you will in terms of a guy from Tacoma Washington that was ignored by the Washington Huskies obviously Kitna ended up playing having a long career in the NFL mostly as a backup. But not only the Washington Huskies were on him, Oregon, the Ducks were on him as well. Also the Arkansas Razorbacks from the SEC. We know Sam Pittman has got that program rolling right now. So a lot of good competition. Jabari Jabari Johnson, I keep wanting to say Jabari Brown, by the way. I think I may have even mistakenly said that already, the former Missouri basketball player. But listed at six feet, 200 pounds so as you might expect yeah he can move around a little bit without question he's a good runner good good strong arm and reportedly a good leader too so sounds like a really good prospect and yet another four-star player recruited at the quarterback position this is now the third one in fact the third out of state if you want to include Tyler Macon as being an out of state player that's probably a bit of a stretch he's just over over the river there in East St. Louis but along with Sam Horn and Jabari Johnson hey that's four four-star quarterbacks now being recruited here by Drinkwitz. Hey, we'll take that every season. Eventually, one of these guys is going to pan out if that trend continues. Now, at this point in the process, you almost have to assume that the players still on Missouri's roster, Brady Cook, Tyler Macon, and, and hopefully Sam Horn, right? Assuming he still winds up in Columbia this fall, doesn't spurn Missouri for minor league baseball. I, I still would bet against that happening, by the way. But regardless, at this point in the process, all the options for Missouri in terms of transfer portal quarterbacks, well, almost all the options anyway, have basically been run through, except maybe with one exception. Reportedly, the Tigers have reached out to Grant Gunnell, the former Arizona quarterback, spent his last season at Memphis, but it was a season of injury. No snaps taken 
for the former Arizona and Memphis product last season. So let's talk about Grant Gunnell. Could he possibly be an option? What do I think of him just at first glance for the Tigers? But first, I want to tell you about one of our finest sponsors and one of our longest sponsors, in fact, and that is Built Bar, the greatest protein bar ever conceived, certainly the best tasting, in my humble opinion, and I definitely know from personal experience. In fact, you know what? After this break, I think I'm going to crush a Built Bar so I can power through the rest of this fine episode of Locked on Mizzou. But you know what? Built Bar Not only is it covered in 100% real chocolate, it's low-cal, low-sugar, low in net carbs, but high in protein. So you know what? If you're going to get off the keto bandwagon for just a second, this is a great option, ladies and gentlemen, because although obviously chocolate is not 100% keto-friendly, everything I just read off to you there... It's pretty darn close, ladies and gentlemen. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your order. Once again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks again for making Locked on Mizzou your first listen every day, especially when, I'll be honest, I'm fully in off-season mode here. Not going to be getting you podcasts every day until we get closer to football season. What can I say? I've got kids to raise, lawns to mow, pools to clean, even the occasional golf ball to hit. So a lot on my plate, and especially when, oh boy, don't look at the stock market right now. There's my day job. That's been an adventure lately. So yes, a lot for me to buckle down on this summer. But of course, that doesn't that doesn't stop me from getting out Mizzou content for you at least once a week, especially when important things are happening. And nothing is more important, of course, than the Missouri quarterback position. And the one guy who still appears to be on the market that Missouri is interested in is Grant Gunnell. And to me, if I had to make a really basic comparison on Gunnell, I would say he is a bit of a poor man's JT Daniels, a six foot six, 228 pound guy who can obviously throw the ball. I, I don't think there's any question about that. Just like JT Daniels, hey, you give them some time in the pocket, they're accurate and they can throw the ball in, in a lot of different impressive ways that can really translate to the SEC level, I think. Especially, hey, you look at Grant Gunnell's numbers, his touchdown to interception rate is really impressive his two years at Arizona without a ton a ton of experience by the way but after transferring Kevin Sumlin the former Arizona and Texas A&M coach well that that era did, obviously did not end well with that Grant Gunnell put his name into the transfer portal before last season unfortunately for him a guy who by the way I, one of the reasons I compared him to JT Daniels was also that Grant Gunnell, not a threat to run the football whatsoever. It's 6'6", 228, sort of like I described JT Daniels. He's basically a statue in the pocket. But again, a, a statue with a pretty doggone good right arm attached to it, but a fragile statue that you need to protect in the pocket. That's for darn sure. As we saw, or well, I shouldn't say as we saw, as it ended up happening, Grant Gunnell, unfortunately, in the preseason for Memphis last season, ended up rupturing his Achilles tendon. 
And he basically sat out. Well, I shouldn't say basically. He sat out the entire season, had that injury surgically repaired last September. And I think this is what's really important to note here because without even digging too deeply into Grant Gunnell as a player, into his skill set, well, just injury-wise alone, a ruptured Achilles tendon, I assume fully ruptured, even half ruptured, regardless, the thing was, was surgically, was surgically excuse me, repaired. And that is, that's a scary injury. If you're, if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, as many of you probably are, you might remember Eric Berry when he tore his Achilles tendon against the Patriots, I believe, in week one a few seasons ago. Well, that was basically it for Eric Berry. The guy came back from cancer, but he couldn't come back from an Achilles tear in his late 20s. That's how serious those injuries can be. And the late, great Kobe Bryant, well, kind of the same thing. About 10 years ago when he blew his Achilles out, he was just never the same player after that. And a guy who was obviously maniacally competitive, a guy who had who made you know a half a billion dollars in his basketball career, he and the Los Angeles Lakers had access to the best medical care possible. And if you want to take a more optimistic recent example, I guess you could say, hey, Kevin Durant came back pretty successfully off an Achilles rupture, right? But again, like Kobe, a guy who made a ton of money, has an NBA team of doctors and trainers and physical therapists surrounding him, I just can't see that being the case for Grant Gunnell. Now, on the positive side, obviously he's a young man. He's much younger than even Kevin Durant, who's the successful version of the Achilles tear recovery, right? Well, he's like a decade and a half younger than KD. So obviously Grant Gunnell has that going for him, but at the same time, that's to me, not only is that a worrisome injury long-term, but just in terms of a timeline, he's going to be one year removed from that surgery in September. That just strikes me as an incredibly, incredibly aggressive timeline to get a guy ready to play next season. To me, if I'm Grant Gunnell, I think it's probably more realistic for him to actually take a red shirt sit out this season, preserve as much eligibility as you can, you know, and then then try to give it a go the next season after that. Now, maybe that's what Missouri would, in fact, be into. I'm not sure. I'm just saying in terms of a guy, if Missouri and Eli Drinkwitz are really, really still looking for a quarterback for 2022, I just think Grant Gunnell, talent-wise, might fit the bill, but just in terms of Injury-wise, it's just hard to believe, even for me, with all the, the medical advancements that have been made in the last few years, even with a, a, a injury like an Achilles that used to be basically a career-ender. Obviously, there's been some advancements there, but I don't know. That, that's concerning. And, it's, and on the other hand, by the way, the Achilles rupture, that typically is kind of an old guy, quote-unquote, injury. And I say that as an old guy in this particular scenario. At 39 years old, there's a reason I don't play full-court basketball anymore. There's a reason you'll just see me shooting around occasionally because I know that I'm a prime candidate to blow out an Achilles, and I have no desire to want to rehab that injury for a year or two or however long it takes, and I promise if that happened, I'm never going to be the same again. I just would worry a lot about Grant Gunnell, that right Achilles of his, Especially, again, the right Achilles, guess what? As a quarterback, that's the one you got to push off on. 
I'd be a little bit less worried if it was the left in a weird way, although that's your plant foot. I'll be honest as a I don't know that either one of them's good. As a quarterback, I'd have to ask a I'd have to ask a quarterback which one would be preferable. It doesn't sound like either one's good, but for a guy who had no mobility anyway, just again, the timeline a year away doesn't seem realistic at all to this podcaster. And coming up, we got to talk about Jamarian Sharp, the seven foot five center, leading shot blocker in the country, him deciding to not come to Missouri or anywhere else, staying at Western Kentucky. What does that mean for the Tigers? And is that actually kind of a nice story for college basketball? Let's talk about all that. But first, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs, all the sports info, all the lines you could possibly imagine, including Major League Baseball, of course. And while the Royals are about to pitch, are about to throw the first pitch here at 11.05, and I could not believe this line, I have to say. The Royals, slight underdogs, plus 134. It seems like Anytime Carlos Hernandez is pitching, I've never seen a guy that 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 young man couldn't walk. So I hate to say it, if you're ever going to bet against the Royals, today might be the day. Take the Baltimore Orioles minus 145. There's something you're not going to hear from me very often. I just don't trust that starting pitcher. There's your insight from me. But regardless, you might think I'm a complete idiot. You might not even like baseball. Maybe it's the NBA. Maybe it's mixed martial arts. Whatever you're into, you got to check it out. Head to the website, betonline.net today. Use your mobile device, your computer, to learn more about the trends and action over at BetOnline, where the game starts. As previously noted, Jamarian Sharp staying at Western Kentucky. And if you're Dennis Gates, are you just giving Kyle Smith-Peters one giant stink eye today going, hey man, isn't this why I hired you? No. In all seriousness, I don't think this is a Michael Porter Sr. situation where this is the only reason that Kyle Smith-Peters was hired. Of course, Smith-Peters used to coach Jamarian Sharp for a couple years at John A. Logan College, but unfortunately that connection was not enough to lure Jamarian Sharp away from Western Kentucky, a place that he once called his dream school, an area that he grew up in. So you know what? While this definitely stings for Missouri, I got to say good for him for staying where he wanted to be and, and good for Western Kentucky obviously, and a nice story for college basketball. It's nice to actually see a kid, you know, who sort of came out of, I shouldn't say nowhere, but somebody who was developed, obviously no seven foot five man comes out of nowhere, hard for them to sneak up on anybody, right? But it's nice to see a team like Western Kentucky, who obviously has some good history, if you know your college basketball, but not exactly a blue blood at this point in time. They share their directional school inside of Kentucky, right? That's going to that's gonna come with its share of difficulties. So it's nice to see a team sort of reap the rewards there. And certainly better, than, better that than seeing him go to Memphis. That would have been a little bit tougher of a pill to swallow, seeing Penny Hardaway drop the bag and secure Jamarian Sharp. But you know what? What the heck? It does sting if you're a Missouri fan, though. And I, I really honestly thought that 
with Sharp in the fold, the Tigers could have had a potentially elite defense next year. I mean, I'm talking like top 10, 15 in the country. Now, without Sharp, I no longer think that's the case. I think Missouri, there's a good chance they'll improve immensely or significantly I should at least say next season under Dennis Gates with a little bit different of a roster construction but man with Sharp in the fold I think Missouri would have been I would have almost been expecting them to make the tournament at that point so yeah in terms of if you're a Tiger fan wins and losses this one stings without a doubt and finally last week I didn't get a chance to note a couple more additions to the Missouri football roster first of all Hutchinson, Kansas wideout Demarion Houston has committed for Missouri's 2023 class. He actually began his career at Nebraska and was also originally connect was originally committed, excuse me, to the Texas Longhorns out of high, during his high school time as well. He's about six feet tall, kind of lanky. Uh, definitely a talented guy, though, as you might imagine, as somebody who had interest, heavy interest from Texas and Nebraska. And really kind of joins a lot of guys at Missouri right now who had high high school ranks and have shown flashes, certainly athletically, but really this whole Missouri receiver core for as excited as I think a lot of us got about it, especially after the spring game, still a lot to prove here. So I don't know, why not throw another talented guy who hasn't proven a lot into that mix, I suppose. Ideally, I think, in an absolutely ideal world, I think I would have rather had J.J. JJ Hester, all things being equal, simply because I think the talent is probably similar. Hester was a highly ranked guy coming out of high school as well, and you know, I just think the tiebreaker there is, hey, Hester's actually been here in the Drinkwood system at Missouri, maybe a little bit more comfort level there, but again, Houston will be part of the 2023 Missouri class, so don't expect to see him this year. And then finally, Missouri did add another pass rusher, Jacksonville State, a lower level, obviously, football championship subdivision. DJ Coleman, he was a first team all defense for two straight seasons in the Ohio Valley Conference. So obviously that young man looking to level up a little bit and see how his game translates to a higher level. He had nine sacks last season at Jacksonville State. So hey, Anytime you can add another pass rusher, probably a good idea. Certainly a premium position as per usual. But you know what? Hopefully this has been a premium podcast experience for all of you today. Thank you so much for listening as per usual. Thanks for making me your first listen. Why not make your second listen locked on the SEC? Get all of your daily SEC news in less than 30 minutes with SEC expert Chris Gordy. So until next time, and frankly, who knows when exactly that's going to be with me behind the mic. Thanks for your patience, as always. And I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.